0: all right hello and
1: welcome just a family this is giving you something to talk about or just a live as i like to call it uh i'm your host melissa Kretschler. i'm an identity coach spiritual teacher business mentor creator and founder of not only just live tv but the women's supporting women's hand network uh today's episode has been sponsored by phoenix identity um if you are ready to reconnect to who you are what you love and get your life back in order uh set up a clarity session link in the description all right today's episode we're going to be talking about being a woman um and all the things that come with being a woman genetically physically socially energetically and emotionally um that come with being uh, a woman and we were talking about that right before the show but i'm going to hand it over to our guest speaker today to introduce themselves before we get into that. So Belinda, would you like to introduce yourself?
0: Certainly. Um, hello, I was gonna say good morning. It's morning here in Australia. I am Belinda Hindmarsh and I am the head cheerleader. So I have been put in this on this earth to help women and first born females specifically, but I help women um, get a better, be, the you back in fun because there's a lot of expectation there's a lot of um embarrassment judgment that comes with um the the growth process that happens over time and the attachment that we form to it but it's not just the stuff that we inherit that we experience ourselves we inherit Um, a lot of rubbish that's not ours. And as uh, I help women get higher emotional intelligence around that so that they can be free and fun in their own right. And it's a beautiful place to be.
1: I love that. And it's, it's so true. Um, As women, we don't just have the generational the cultural there's like well I guess I should generational cultural physical um, we were talking about it right before I am starting to go into perimenopause and Mm -hmm. that is something that women do end up going through I'll be 40 this year so it is that time that that starts Um, so again, just genetically, physically, emotionally, socially, we go through so many different things and have so many expectations put on us that our emotions do struggle with that. I was talking to my son today. Um, actually I was talking to both my sons this weekend and my husband. And, um, one of the things that's really been going on in my brain lately is that, you know, your emotional health and wellness is what causes your mental health and wellness to struggle right um and that's yeah. why i created the rockstar method i don't have that tag today but um that's why i created the rockstar method because when we learn to create control our emotional health and well-being then that bleeds out into everything else that bleeds mm-hmm. out into how we um interact with other people our mentality our spirituality our physicality our energetic uh beings all of that kind of centers around being able to control our emotional health and wellness
0: so yeah <laughs> it certainly does and i think the the ripple effect that how that plays out for everyone else because of the way you act is like the the most beautiful thing and the most beautiful part of me working with women. the The other day, like uh, just last week, I had a lady that I checked in with that I'd worked with previously in the week, and she said that she. Oh, actually, there were two two amazing ladies, but I'll tell you this other one first. She um, she, she said to me, like, "We, well, I was." I was in the space where I was having all of these. Um, like she, she'd set her own expectations for the day, and she it had got to a point in the afternoon where she'd finished her work day and was. She works from home, so she was doing her her thing at home, and her husband walks in, and she's like, oh. Ordinarily, that interaction would have been, "Oh man, you're here, and oh, you're invading my space. I had this time, this time set aside for me, and I don't want to do that." like you know just I don't have time and space for you right now because I'm in my head about doing what I needed to do and but as a result of working with me that interaction changed because she wasn't in the space where that was the case she was able to be in that moment with him then and she he actually said to her oh my god like i like it when you laugh because they would ended up giggling as a result of this interaction and that is not something that they had done previously for a very long time and she just like my oh my god spine tingling awesomeness because this the way that the the action had changed as a result of flicking a switch the way I work with women so it was just such a beautiful thing to experience another one that I, the other lady that I worked with last week she was oh my gosh so very beautiful she's um she was caught up in the belief that she was fed up with everything and um in in getting her high emotional intelligence that she needed around that. She was, um, she was snapping before. She was snapping at everything and, you know, husband. And she was like, she was this close to leaving, like so close to leaving the relationship. And her kids, like she would uh, at everything her kids were doing and saying, and as a result of working with me, she then like, she was just like, oh, I'm just in such a calm place it's just so beautiful i haven't snapped at the kids i haven't i I haven't there's been no craziness between me and my husband it's just been peace and it's like oh my god this is so good so sharing wins thank you for listening no that's
1: great And, and you are right that that higher emotional intelligence again we as women are very emotional beings, right? And it's, and majority of women are empaths, right? So, and that's part of our, I think that's part of our, our gifts when it comes to um, being mothers, being partners, right? Being nurturers and providers is like, I was telling my kid the other day when I have four kids, (laughs) the oldest is 21 this year. um, And so I was talking to them and I was like, you used to come in my room, middle of the night, come in my room. I am dead asleep. I wake up on the drop of a dime and mm-hmm. my hands are out like this. Right? Because, because gross as this sounds, too much information. He was on the verge of vomiting. And I he didn't say anything. There was no precursor, to, but I instantly knew
0: that okay, that's what was happening.
1: <laughs> yep. <laughs> Um, I gotta catch it <laughs> and, and as women we we do have that that emotional connection I know if my husband's in a bad mood I feel it if my kids are having a hard day I feel it I take on their emotions right and that's what an empath does we the the definition of an empath is to take on the energetic emotions of somebody else right and so when we do that, they become our own. And then that's when we start snapping. And we, we don't know how to differentiate between these people's emotions and my emotions. And it just causes a lot of irritation. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, the other day, like I've had days even recently where I'm I want to snap at my husband and I want to snap at my kids and I want to snap at everybody else. And those are the times where I really buckle down and go, okay, I need some me time. I have processing to do. Right. I have to process what's going on in my life right now and what's creating all of these negative or heavy emotions that are making me snap out and, and not um, be my, my calm, collected, centered self. Right.
0: Yeah. Um, that's awesome that you can recognize that because there's a lot of people that can't.
1: Well, and honestly, that's why I did the, the rockstar method and I'm not promoting this or anything. Although I, you know, I'm do have the sponsorship up, but Um, the rockstar method is that way to do that, right? Like it's a methodology that allows you to say, okay, what am I feeling? Right. Recognize what you're feeling. Of course, it's an acronym. (laughs) Recognize what you're feeling, um, own it, claim your power, kneel down to it and go, and then sit with it for a minute. Right. And just being able to, a lot of us fight those emotions because our emotional health and wellness, we don't realize what's actually causing it, right? So if my husband walks in a room and he's in a bad mood, or um, he says something like your, like your first client that you were talking about, right? When her husband came home and it was her time, she was focusing on something else. She would, you know, previously, I'm assuming she would most likely put that on him. You're in my space. You're invading my bubble. You're, you know, and putting all of that on them. When other people don't create our emotions, right? Our emotions are created by our own thoughts, our own beliefs, our own way of doing things. 100%. When people come in and and kind of trigger those, we instantly go to blame those other people, but it's not them. It's us that are doing that, right? Um, When people kind of understand that and figure out, okay, I need to control my emotions and figure out how to to process them so that I'm not flying off the handles at all times. and as women, we're taught, we're not taught, nobody, uh, men are male, female, non-binary. I don't care who you are. Um, society these days don't teach us how to control our emotions. We, you know, I saw it in my children. Uh, my oldest has trouble controlling his emotions. Uh, we did an episode on that it was our first very episode. Uh, if anyone wants to watch that, it's episode so awesome. one and it's only on Facebook and YouTube. Um, so, but with that being said, as women, we're supposed to, like, society says, oh, they're, you're emotional, or oh, you're getting your period, you're just a woman, or or whatever it is, right? Where men, and I know we're talking about being a woman, but I do have to segue on this, um, for men, it's like, oh, crying is for, for sissies, men aren't supposed to have emotions, so all of these things, and again, they're not tra- taught to control their emotions. If you don't know how to control your emotions... Uh, male or female, but specifically, we're talking about women, you become a powder keg. <laughs> yeah,
0: like, absolutely. That Wait to stop. explode. Stop
1: <laughs> that. Like, just no. Um, yeah. And that's, and that's what what ends up going, right?
0: Absolutely. It certainly does. And I think there's so many reasons behind, like there being a massive difference in the male female dynamic, like it's not just the coded female the fact that you're born with a uterus so you there's oh my gosh so many different things about your brain the the way we react to stress the way we experience stress is completely different and i think that was my biggest takeaway from learning all that i have about the the female male female differences our you can be watching in a movie side by side exactly the same movie with hooked up to a brain scanner and the Frontal lobe, where we process all of our clever information, it completely shuts down when, I, like I'm talking completely shuts down. There's no lights on at all, whereas in a male brain, the frontal lobe still has some lights on, perhaps not all of them, like they, like when you're not in a stressful situation. But we refer to our, we end up being in our amygdala, like the um, emotion centre so um when women experience stress as opposed to when males do and that's evident like the complete flip when a male is experiencing stress and when a female is watching exactly the same movie can be at completely different times so for completely different reasons it's it just blows my mind that yeah you can experience stress like that in such a big way like it's just huge lots of
1: so we do, we're getting some comments. Welcome to, <laughs> to our commenters today. Um, hey, did any of you hear about how, what happened to Bernard Bryan or Barn? I can't pronounce his last name. Uh, true male feminist uh, who um, was taken too soon, died very young. Um, the brain has lights. No, uh, metaphorically, the brain has lights. We do have electricity fueling our body, and um, those uh, electrical receptors um, hmm. will will light up. Um, on scans and stuff like that so for sure um but yes being a woman it's you do have those physical, physical issues right like men have hormonal changes burn okay thank you sorry um women do have and men do have you know those hormonal things that we do experience that are different right um so physically we have you know um our periods we have menopause we have um pregnancy we have all of these you know female changes that we go through from the time we're like 10 to you know 50 like I said at mm. the beginning of the show I'm just starting perimenopause right so all of the hot flashes and all of that fun crap I get to deal with now um but it's but you do there you know think being women are pretty cool yeah <laughs> absolutely we do have
0: absolutely
1: too right um but there is a lot of things. But I think for me, the most frustrating part is, is the social pressures or or societal pressures that we face, mm. right? You have to be a certain way, you have to talk a certain way, you have to look a certain way, you have to think a certain way, you have to act a certain way. Um, then you have, you know, transgender, um, who, you know, oh, you look too manly, or you look too feminine. And then it just there's, there's so many different stereotypes and expectations that are put on on different people of different genders or races or cultures or any of that, that we kind of sit here and go, I just want to be me. (laughs) I just (laughs) just want to be Melissa. I don't want to be, you know, um, as women, um, as women, you start and you go, okay, I'm born Melissa, but I'm this person's daughter, right? So your identity is um, I think there's some cultures. Uh, my mother-in-law is from YouTube. Um, my mother-in-law, oh, sorry, <laughs> somebody was saying they're watching this stream. Um, my mother-in-law is from Europe. And um, one of the things that she told me is that like my last name is Kretschler, right. Or Kremler, as you would say in, in Europe. Cause my family, my husband's family is directly from Europe, born and raised. Um, and so the women in there would be Kreklakova, right? So there would be like an additional add-on where um, I don't know if it was Iceland or it was somewhere they had gone and it was um, your surname. So Peterson or Peter's daughter, that was how your your last name would be. So it would be the man's first name and then whether you're the son or the daughter right and that's how the last name became four different like so it's it's interesting that I just had to throw that out as a different culture
0: yeah absolutely Um,
1: but again culture and your environment where you're born where you're raised all of these things um we're kind of have these expectations on oh yeah okay now where I was going with that so yes when we're born we're somebody's daughter then we grow up and we're somebody's wife right or girlfriend then we have kids and we're this person's mom so I was Melissa um I was Sharon's daughter I was um Tom's wife I was Nick's mom Bella's mom Haley's mom like so all of my kids right and it's like throughout that whole time I'm expected to be everything for my husband I'm expected to be everything for my children and as women with that expectation, we don't think, oh, well, what does Melissa need today? What does Melissa need, you know, to, to, what do I need to be me? Um, The divorce statistics, um, when children move out and they go to college or whatever they choose to do when they hit 18, um, you get the empty nest syndrome. and, And women especially get the empty nest syndrome because you've just spent 18 plus years as this person's mom you don't know who you yeah. are anymore because you haven't yeah. put the time in for yourself. Right. And I Absolutely. think this is one of the biggest issues for females, because um, as a woman, people pleasing is ingrained Huge. in our yeah team, right? Like you have to do this and you have to do that. And then now it's like, no, I don't want to do that. Right. My husband is my equal partner. Uh, when I tell people everything that my husband does, they're like, what? The only thing, and I mean, only thing that my husband doesn't do is cook and that is because my husband does right but but I'm okay with that I love cooking Cooking is some I love doing it I will feed an army (laughs) like I love cooking so I was okay with that but he cleans he does laundry he takes care of the kids um he he does I never have to worry about my car because he's a mechanic so (laughs) my cars (laughs) are always taken care of but um but it but it's that whole 50 50 right like it's if if he's not feeling good I'm putting 100% in. if I'm not feeling good he's putting 100% in, and he doesn't have that expectation of me to be emotional to be now don't get me wrong my husband has said oh you're on your period aren't you and I'm smacking but um but he's (laughs) of course we have that um, sense of humor but but it is that expectation, right? Where we don't put ourselves first. We don't say, what do I need today? Mm. And and we're taught, you know, as teenagers, if you have a teenager who's who's just starting out, right? And, and they're emotional and it's a girl, right? And they're emotional and they're like, oh, it's she's a girl. She's, that's just normal. We let these girls turn into full-blooded adult women who are rude, crude, and out of control because... They're
0: emotional, and we're just allowed. To let it. <laughs> yes. Well, it's funny what we allow because I was up until um, it wasn't until I was role modelling the behaviour that I really wanted to see in my children that they actually started doing that. My eldest, um, she came. To me one day and said "Mum, i just don't want to play anymore and i'm like yeah no i get it because i did exactly the same thing growing up with my being the eldest kid being the eldest daughter of two girls in my when i was growing up my um my sister would come to me oh can we play i just want to pretend and i'm like i don't want to pretend i'm finished i'm done playing because i was like 10 11 and i'm like no i need to do this for mum and dad i need to do this all the expectations yeah and so uh, there was all and it just got worse and worse the the older i got the more responsibility you inherit and the more you need to do and you take this on yourself so i was understanding and while I would also tell my daughter, hey, listen, Georgie, you've really got to do, like, you, you've really got to hang out with your friends. She was reading a book. She was a bookworm at school. She would just, you know, she she enjoyed reading and that was great. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not dissing reading. It's really good. But you need community. You need connection. You need family like you know your your tribe and she didn't have that because she was too busy stuck in a book Mm -hmm. and I'm like you got to have your tribe if you don't have your tribe you've got no one to lean on when things get hard because you know not always are you going to want to come to mum and dad you're going to need like you need to have friends so and she had friends but they weren't you know stuck in a book you can't connect and it's connections memories that drive like your tribe you've got to be able to hang out with them and it wasn't until I'd addressed my stuff and my learning was massively around just being fun put you back in fun you've got to be the you've got to be in the moment and if you're too busy worrying about the future worrying about other people's expectations worrying about all these other things there's no way you can be in the moment because you've your head's elsewhere so I unlearned all of that stuff and it wasn't until that point that she saw me then playing with her sister and she saw me then like taking time out, going to the park, playing shark at the park and like just, you know, being a handstands, cartwheels, in my togs, zero embarrassment because I was so judging myself as well. And then all of a sudden she's like, oh, so she takes study breaks now because she's You've got to have downtime in order to be able to be on. That's part of being a female as well. I mean, males need it too, but guys have a daily cycle. Ours is monthly. And like there's times where we're going to be going at 100%, but there's also times that we need to be going at 5% because that's what our body needs in order to do what it needs to do throughout the entire month. And everyone's month looks different too, because, you know, sometimes your cycle's 26 days, sometimes it's 37, it's...
1: Or you get to my point and then it's like, oh, you're like two weeks late. Yeah, it's...
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But it's not, it wasn't until I showed her the path, like, you know, you can tell them till you're blue in the face that, you know, blah, blah, blah. Do this, do this, do this. But if you're not doing it, they're like, yeah, no. Yeah.
1: Um, that's like my kids, my kids know that, uh, and we have some questions so hold on. Um, my kids know that, you know, if I'm emotional or if I'm in a bad mood, first thing I do, uh, I don't want to say or do anything that's going to hurt you. I'm extremely emotional right now. I need a timeout, And my kids know that like my daughter, my oldest daughter is 13 going on 14. And she says, you know, mom, I'm angry right now. I'm not okay to talk. I will come to you when I'm when I've, when I've calmed down. And I said, absolutely. And I taught her that, right. Because she doesn't get to just jump in and go, I, she came home one day and I saw her walking past the house off the bus and I'm like, Oh God, she's mad. <laughs> so, and I'm on my way up for a cigarette. Cause yes, I know I'm, I'm a smoker slowly transitioning to vaping, but, um, so she comes in, um, I walk out to have a cigarette. I come back in. And she's like, you didn't even say hi to me when I got home. I said, no, I said, no, mm-mm. I said, you're mad. And I saw that you were pissy before you even walked in my house. I said, <laughs> if you're pissy, totally fine. You are allowed to feel whatever it is that you're feeling. Even if you're pissy with me, you're allowed to feel that. I said, but do not put that on me because, you know, I'm going to reciprocate, right? So let's just take a step back when you are ready to talk to me, let me know. And it was instant calm down um and she and she processed right and then she came back she said I had a really hard day at school this went happened and and we ended up talking it out right um awesome my son had a um a breakup recently um his first big one and uh he's -hmm. like they're gonna miss talking to you and I'm like what are you talking about and he goes well my ex-girlfriend and her best friend they they like they're sad that they won't get to talk to you. I said, well, Aww. you're okay with it. I said, they can still text me, but they can't ask me about you. They can't talk to me about you. Obviously my loyalty lies with you. I said, but I'm willing to be there if they need anybody to talk to. Right. So it's making sure that, that our teenagers, our generate, uh, like our younger generations know that it's okay to feel whatever they're feeling and to, yeah, through that. So questions, uh, Belinda, what had said is that, that is literally the message that I got. <laughs>
0: <laughs> jebra
1: jebra very nice yes i'm um, i i tend to not wear them uh they, they end up hurting my ears but i like yours because they kind of cover the whole ear um uh, yeah, it's, I'm it's pretty comfy on the listen for cats and kids so <laughs> um so uh yeah, this definitely needs more threads. Uh so somebody was saying that that we need more viewers. Absolutely. Uh we do have Facebook. So we are on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, um Whoa. TikTok. Uh we are across the thing. If you put in just a live TV or giving you something to talk about, usually just a live TV. Um but just a live TV, you'll find the Facebook group, the Facebook page um, everything is, we're, we're all over the place. So, um, <laughs> I have one follower, <laughs> the reach of my posts is immeasurable. measurable. Hey, one, one follower is totally still good. Um, I don't know if I know Isaac Butterfield. I do know that I know an Isaac, um, been a follower of mine for a few years, but I don't think that's the same person, but all right. Um, it is almost that time, and um, to you watching, we are on Monday through Friday at 1 30 Central Standard Time. I'm in Canada, so it's just about 2 o'clock here. Um, Belinda, you're in uh, Australia. What time is it there?
0: It is 5 a.m. now.
1: 5 a.m. Huh. Yes,
0: I'm about to go for a run. Yay!
1: Yeah, 8 p.m. in Ireland, I'm assuming. <laughs> I just uh yeah it is almost two in the afternoon here um I can't wait to go to Ireland I I want to take a month or two probably in the next 10 years I'm going to take two months and I'm going to travel Europe and the UK nice I want to take my time doing it with my husband and just enjoy it it's the the one country that i have dreamed of visiting my entire life and i think it's a spiritual connection more than anything is ireland i do have irish roots so um that might help but (laughs) ireland is definitely my favorite uh and i can't wait to go there australia i love you but i'm never coming there um (laughs) i why is that i am terrified of spiders um and we have a few. <laughs> you guys have the most crazy i won't i will not go to australia damn house spiders because those things are i will not go to phoenix. um i love phoenixes i will not go to phoenix because of their damn scorpions um yeah we're we're not <laughs> <laughs> anywhere, um and then i won't go to the rainforest because mosquitoes and yeah no not no But yeah, I want to, I want to go to lots of places. Uh, Tip. Okay, here's places that I'm not supposed to go. I'm going to write those down. So Limerick, I don't know why, but we'll just, we'll just write this down. And I will, when I'm ready to go, I will do a ton of research on where I'm going. Um, Supermax, best chicken ever in Ireland. I will definitely have to check that out. All right. Um, Belinda, is there anything you'd like to add before we get going?
0: hmm no it's been a fun conversation thanks Mel
1: I love these I you know what I again I wanted that back and forth conversation people get it like having fun laughing this is what this show is all about and helping people know you know that it's okay to be wherever you're at it's okay you know if you're an emotional basket case lots of my clients are <laughs> or they start out that way um yes. they don't end up that way um all right well thank you so much for joining
0: me today Belinda I really appreciate it. And IU. thank you so much, I Melissa. Painting.
1: I still want that painting.
0: Um, okay,
1: <laughs> all right, that is it. For today. Don't forget, um, what episode we are a season two, episode 25 already. Um,
0: episode so good,
1: season one had 150. So, if anybody's watching, <laughs> if you want to catch up, we have a we have quite a few episodes to catch up on. Um, for all of you watching. Monday through Friday, we are live, 1.30 Central Standard Time, so this time every day. Uh, If you'd like to be a guest speaker, you don't have to be an entrepreneur or a CEO, everyday people, this is all about giving people conversations they can talk to, so make sure that you join in on the conversation, like, follow, and share. Um, If you want to be a guest speaker, guest blogger, or if you want to sponsor an episode, please feel free to check us out at justalivetv.com. Um, and yeah, I hope you all have a wonderful afternoon, morning, or evening since we're all afternoon, morning, and evening right now. And, yep. uh, lots of love. I'm Melissa, your host, and I'll see you all in the next episode.
0: <laughs> Bye. See ya.